I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Heading for the home stretch here as we uh, get ready to turn things over to the Greenhouse Show at the top of the hour. But we still need to do a little road tripping. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road I was going to say I had to twist their arm, but I don't really have to twist their arm. They love sharing this information, not just with me, but with you. And we kind of live vicariously through these two guys. As we uh, do our road tripping with uh, Bob Grove, Mark Wade are both with us. You both returned from trips. I'll start with you, Bob. And I asked you when you first connected with me today, who was the old man driving the van? <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> it wasn't the best picture of you, but uh, it sure looked like you had fun. And that was a long extended trip, wasn't it? It was. I'm not good at selfies. <laughs> me either. That's why I don't take them. Yeah, well, I wanted to get a picture of my group inside the van, so I shot it from the driver's seat with them behind me, and it didn't. According to you, I look old, so I better not do that again. (laughs) All right. Now you look great. And uh, how long were you gone? It was quite a while. It was uh, 12 days. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good This one of my favorite tours. Uh, The drive back's my favorite because I dropped my group off in Rapid City, and I had the drive from Rapid City to St. George, and and uh, I love being out on the open why, road. That why do way. you drop them off at Rapid City? Well, we start in Salt Lake, and we see the sights of Salt Lake and Park City, and we work our way up that way. We go to uh, Jackson Hole, Yellowstone, Little Bighorn, Devil's Tower, Deadwood, Black Hills, Mount all the sites of Black Hills, Badlands, and then they just fly out of Rapid City, and then I deadhead the van back. Oh, that's cool. So their itinerary flies them into St. George, and then out of Rapid City. Actually, Salt Lake. So we started in Salt Lake. So I I meet him in Salt Lake, and we spend a couple nights there and see the park. See, went up and saw the freestyle jumpers up the Winter Olympic Park, and and uh, a couple of nights in Jackson Hole. Go up the tram. We did a river trip. You know, just a scenic flat water trip. One of the great things of an extended trip like that, and you mentioned to me that there were two couples, I guess, that knew each other, and then a third couple that just came from a different part of the country, not far, I guess, from the others. Yeah, they, you know, they, uh, the, there's a brother and a sister and their spouses that uh, came on this trip and then another couple joined us. And I get a lot of the, I, every year I get returning customers that have been on previous trips with me. In fact, we had two vans on this trip and on the other van were some of my uh, guests from former trips. But I, I also run what I call reunion trips where I invite guests who have been on previous trips with me to go on another tour with me that I customize and mm. take them on. Well, but this I, one wasn't that. Yeah, I started to say, though, when you're on one of these extended trips, you actually get the chance to know them, and they get to know you, and you feel like you've made friends along the way. Oh, heck yeah. On these small uh, van tours, 
by the, at the end of the 11, 12 days, you know each other's life story and you become best of friends. And a lot of these folks stay in touch with each other uh, after the tour. Yeah, what was the highlight for you? I, I don't know how many times you've made this trek, but I'm sure you find new things to look at every time. Well, the Black Hills are always my highlight. I absolutely love the Black Hills. To me, there's only one word that describes them perfectly, and that's magical. They are there's something very special about the Black Hills and then going to Mount Rushmore. I mean, just the patriotism, just <laughs> I mean, I just goosebumps looking at that. Do you stay Crazy for the night horse. shows there, too? No, because we're we're doing a lot in that day. We're seeing we're running from Deadwood and we go to Mount Rushmore, Custer State Park and Crazy Horse all on the same day. Oh, wow. Uh, and then to Rapid City the next day we go to the Badlands and Wall Drug. But we get plenty of time at each of these stops. But the drives through, as you, if you've taken, you've been to Sturgis, so you've probably driven these windy roads in the Black Hills, the Iron, Needles Road, and some of these others. Iron Mountain Road, do you make that one? Well, I, you know, I've got a twenty-two foot van. Okay, and, that's a little more difficult. <laughs> yeah, I try not to get on those roads, but you know, they're great roads for uh, uh, motorcycles, especially. That's why the Black Hills is such a magnet for these Harley clubs and all these big bikes that go there because they're great roads for them. But it's such, as you know, Tim, that Black Hills are just something very special. I just, I, I just feel that when I'm there, Devil's Tower is also really cool. I mean, that the first national monument in the U.S. And there's just a lot of Little Bighorn, the history there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just packed. Yeah, it's beautiful <laughs> terrain. That it is for sure. That Iron, Iron Mountain Road, by the way, for listeners, if you haven't had a chance to do it. Uh, is not far from Mount Rushmore, and it's got wooden bridges, these trellises that you uh, wind around in almost perfect 90-degree turns, uh, and it's it's just a, a ton of fun to drive, especially if you're on a motorcycle, uh, but it would be fun in a van as well. I'll tell you what's not fun about being in the Black Hills on a motorcycle is when some of those storms pass through there and you're getting tornado warnings on your uh, weather radio and trying to find a place to get out of what can be softball size hail. We had a couple of those things happen. Yeah, you know, I I used to live in Rapid City when I was a little boy, and we'd get these uh, hailstorms in, and they'd so- sound off the uh, air raid sirens in town for everybody to take shelter, and we'd get these, you know, uh, sometimes baseball-sized hailstones. Yeah, we had cows die while we were on our ride down there because they got smacked by these giant hailstones. It's uh, It can be crazy. All right, that sounds like a lot of fun. How, how do people, by the way, make connections with you for tours like that? Well, if they go to uh, roadtrippingwithbobandmark.com, there is a button on the top on the navigation bar that says tours. Ah, I guess, <laughs> I guess that simplifies it quite a bit now, doesn't it? It sure does. Mark, where you been? Well, uh, earlier last week, I was down to Zion National Park and the subway. And that, I'm going to say, the subway hike is uh, probably my favorite hike that I've ever been on. And I've done that now nine times. And so that tells you how much I like it. But the, yeah. the subway the subway is like a big subway tunnel in the middle of a wilderness area on the eastern or the western side of Zion National Park. And you have to have a permit to go in there. You cannot stay overnight in there. It's wilderness. And you can only have 12 people in your group. We just had five. And they only let so many people a day go through there. So you have to get a permit. And then there's a little bit of rappelling in there. And I went with this other group. Some people invited me, Ruth Ann, McKay, Amanda, Zach, some names I wanted to throw out. They invited me to come along because they knew they'd need somebody who knew the way. And you've got to do some rappelling. So I brought ropes. How hard is, the, how hard is the rappelling? 
It's not hard. It's only about a 15-footer in the in the one main rappel that you've got to do. There are a lot of ways to scramble down the other the other obstacles, but you're in water over your head in spots, and you're and that water's cold. cold, by the way. It's cold, and then you're in the shadows. We wore wetsuits to stay warm, and we were pretty comfortable the whole time. Right. But still got a, got a little chilly in a couple spots. But it's a 10-mile hike. And so it's the best hike in the world, according to me and Bob and others that have been through there. But if you think there's a better place in the world to hike, we'd love to hear about it. How many times have you done it? Nine, you think? Nine times. All I, right. I would go again. Would you, be up, would you be up for a tenth? Because I hate to admit it on the air, I've never done the subway. I'm up for that. Let's get some permits. You guys were with me. Our, you know, my first uh, look at, um, help me here. The Narrows. Yeah, we hiked the Narrows a couple of years ago, and it's still a highlight for uh, Casey, my son, who went with us, and now my other son's begging to go. So we we may make a trek back down there to do a couple of those hikes. Um, what else have you been doing? Well, the other thing we were joking about earlier off the air was uh, the salt flats, and we were talking about fall colors. There's there's no color change going on out there, but, but the salt flats, only about 90 minutes west of Salt Lake City, and I was just out there just the other day. And came across people from all over the country, even from around the world. Met a nice young lady from Ukraine that was traveling around, had her Ukraine flag with her. We were out on the Bonneville Salt Flats. There is a spot out there where you can, of course, you can walk out on the Salt Flats, but you can drive your vehicle out on the Salt Flats. And, of course, that's where they set those land speed records right near there. And I, I drove over to where they do that. I saw a vehicle headed out away from me. I couldn't tell how fast it was going, nor if it was serious about what it's doing but it was gone pretty quick so i'm going to guess it was doing about 150 and it just disappeared and and uh, so it's just a beautiful area to get out to right now the weather is good uh it's it's easy to walk you can walk in the water a lot of people come out there just to take pictures of the the flats themselves and and you'll see a lot of people bringing outfits out there to do some modeling and to take pictures of it's such a unique setting with those salt flats that just expand for miles all around you. Speaking of taking pictures, I'm sure you took a few, and uh, it's been a few weeks since we mentioned your other website where people can uh, enjoy some of those photos. Yeah, utahphotogs.com. Photogs. Utahphotogs. Photogs.com, yeah. That's right. our photograph and video website. Bob, you were trying to jump in there. What's up? Uh, well, I didn't know if Mark was going to jump in or not, so I was going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the website. All right. Well, thanks for hanging with me. A little extra time today. And as we wrap things up here for uh, the Cougar fan that is Mark Wade, let me just remind everybody that we'll start uh, our coverage early. Cougar Sports Saturday at noon will walk you right up to pregame for two hours before the game starts, and then you'll get three or four hours of Cougar football as they take on the Razorbacks. Good luck to Cougs and their fans today here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. Guys, we'll talk again next week. All right. Thanks, Tim. Have a great weekend. All right. That's going to do it. Uh, well, no, we got one more segment. Hang on. We'll come back and finish the program next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. All right, final couple of minutes of the program for another week here. And uh, Roger Eggett, Bear River Lodge and Tracks Power Sports, is checking in with the sponsors of this program. You've been working your tail off up there at the uh, cabins this past week, huh? You know, it's that time of year where we got to get ready for winter. And since winter hung around so long in the spring, we didn't get a lot of our projects done in the spring. So we're, now we're getting them done. We're working hard to get ready for winter. Well, I'll tell you, the weekend we were up there, and I don't know if I uh, mentioned this to you the, the last time we had a chance to chat, but we went up to uh, Moose Lodge, which was a fantastic couple of nights for us. And I'll again say thank you. But I had my first chance to try one of the burgers at the the, the Grizzly Den there. They're fantastic. The Big Raj was as as uh, billed. Yeah, you know, we named a burger after my dad. Yeah. And uh, it's called the Big Raj. And it has. we asked him what he wanted on it. And so uh, we put everything he wanted on that burger. It's not, not too bad. We named one after my mom, which has a hawaii theme with pineapple and it's kind of good so order your burger from the den and uh have some fun and by the way the onion rings are good too if you uh, like onion rings and there's one that actually comes on the big garage which was a nice little treat too all right uh you said you've got some vacancies that we need to talk about here between now and thanksgiving and it's those big beautiful cabins the seven bedrooms yeah, you know, Bear River Lodge, you mentioned Moose Lodge. Let's not confuse people because yeah. Moose Lodge is a separate private cabin we have up there. But Bear River Lodge, you know, if you've been listening to this show, you know for the past couple of years we've been working hard on building two brand-new seven-bedroom cabins, and they are beautiful. They're both over 4,000 square feet. They sleep about 22 to 26 people. One's designed specifically for families if you have kids and you want to – it has a bunk room and a playroom. The other one is designed for groups, large groups to gather because it has a huge open area that can accommodate about 30 people if you wanted to have a meeting. And so both of those cabins, we have availability between now and Thanksgiving that I need to get them out and get some people introduced to these seven-bedroom cabins. So if you have a group you want to put together – you call us. We're going to give you rent a night, get a night free between now and November 19th. Hey, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. So, so if we've got somebody out there that's uh, a member or, or leading a human resources department, <laughs> here's a little tip for you. You could call this work, actually, and tell them that you were scouting a location for your next uh, corporate gathering or your team building uh, event, and you can get a weekend out of it. I like the idea. Yeah, so just come up. These seven-bedroom cabins are beautiful. Put a group together and come up. You know, the fall colors are about ready to change. Someone drove the Mirror Lake Highway yesterday and told me at the lower elevation, some of the oak is starting to change. But uh, in the next couple of weeks, that drive is going to be spectacular. Rog, you, I'm, the, I'm losing you here. Are you wandering around in the in the caverns or something? 
Tim, you know I'm sorry. I'm always working in the mountains. Can you hear me any better? Yeah, I just got you back. That's good. I was telling people, come enjoy the beautiful fall colors. Well, and uh, since you're talking about the fall colors, I I was saying the other day that it's a great time to be talking tracks power sports because when everybody is thinking about having to put their boat away and they've got to winterize it and they've got to store it and they know they're still going to be, and this goes for your side-by-sides too, you're still going to be making payments on it, you're still going to be paying your insurance and all blah, blah. There's a better way to do that. Trax Power Sports, you can rent those things and use them on the days you can get out and play and have access and make your family a four-season family with all the toys. Yeah, if you want to get out and enjoy the outdoors, Trax Power Sports, you can pick up equipment from Bountiful or Morgan and take it anywhere you want to go. If you don't want a trailer, come to Bear River Lodge. You can leave right from the cabins and go explore the beautiful forest. Yeah, and I would add that as a footnote to any of your stays at any of the cabins, whether that's just you and a significant other or your spouse, or whether you are going to bring an entire group up to enjoy that seven-bedroom cabin. So tell them where to find you online. Go to bearriverlodge.com, and you'll see our phone number. You call us at 801 798-1008 and say, look, I heard Roger on the radio say I could get a free night in a seven-bedroom cabin. They'll hook you up. (laughs) Or they'll fall to the floor and say, what? What did he say? (laughs) It could go one of two different ways here. All right, Roger, thank you as always, and uh, thanks for your continued support of the program, too. All right, Tim, we'll see you in the mountains. All right, have a great weekend. Weather's going to be spectacular, I would imagine, uh, there, too, with nothing but sunshine. Cooler temps up there, however. That's going to do it for uh, the program. Don't forget, we've got a full day of Cougar football for you, starting with Cougar Sports Saturday at noon, followed immediately by by the extended pregame coverage, which uh, will take us right up to pregame at 3.30, kickoff at 5.30. It's going to be a good game. It's uh, the Cougs taking on SEC Arkansas. Here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. We'll see you back here Monday starting at 5.00. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.